Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril, who is, of course, your local wealth coach, certified financial planner right here in Cincinnati, serving you in all the surrounding communities. In fact, Dan has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Find out all about the team online by going to quizdan.com, and you can always call as well, 844-QUIZ-DAN to reach Dan Capril, the president of Matson and Capril. Dan, thanks for being with us this week. How's the knee feeling? Oh, the knee is great. Um, <laughs> I'm actually, though, my, my biggest problem now is I'm fighting a little bit of a head cold. So if I should um, sound a little stuffy or uh, <laughs> listeners, you won't know it, but we may have to go to the cough button edit once in a while. I do apologize. But uh, no, knee is uh, knee is good. Doc Kramchak and his staff did a fabulous job and I'm ready to roll. So uh, no, it's good. Dan told us he went to the theater like what the day after your surgery. So you, well, it was just we, we clean, won't have too much symphony. Yeah. Uh, Arthroscopic surgeries. No, yeah, no, I don't want any sympathy. That's fine. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. You true. You, you didn't ask for any. That's correct. No, no. My, now my wife was a big help, but I have to admit reluctantly she was a big help. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting along just great. She helped you with a big smile on her face the whole time. I'm sure. Yeah. I was in more pain before the surgery than I am two days later, so no problem at all. Well, that's wonderful to hear. Based on your coughing and you're maybe mm-hmm. slightly under the weather, we'll give you a little break coming up. We'll let Nikki Early take uh, part of the show a little bit later on. We're going to be talking about some cool things with her, including some of the important tips you should know about during the last decade of your working years. Dan will fill us in on some of the rules of thumb that we hear about all the time in the financial world, but are they really rules of thumb we should follow that closely and entails from the tax side. We're going to mix it up a little bit this week, talking about some of the year-end tax strategies you should be thinking about. But first, we'll take some of the questions that we love getting from listeners here throughout the area. If you want to submit one to be featured on the show, go to quizdan.com and quizdan. Kelly and Anderson has a question this week. Kelly says, My father died in his late 60s, and my mother died in her early 70s, so I'm not planning to have much longevity myself. Does that mean I should start Social Security as early as I can? Well, Kelly, first of all, let's not underestimate your mortality here. I mean, first of all, medicine improves so much better. Lifestyles are so much better. So yes, I mean, genetics are a factor, but I always think about what Mickey Mantle once said. All the men in Mickey's family died like in their 40s. And Mickey lived to be, I don't think he got to 80, but he had some health issues towards the end. And he always said, you know, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. So just be a little bit careful about the mindset. But longevity is certainly something that you, you could consider. But I would say that really, um, there's so many other factors involved in terms of when you should take Social Security. So for example, you can take it as early as age 62. But if you're still working, there's an excellent chance you'll get a reduced benefit. You may not get any benefit at all, depending on how much your earnings are. If you wait until your full retirement age, which is 67 for most people now, 
you can continue working once you receive the benefit and there will not be any reduction in that benefit. But there's so many other factors. The longer you wait, the higher the check will be. So if I decide to wait until age 70 to receive it as opposed to age 67, I'm going to receive 24% more money per month. Now, I know what you're thinking here, Kelly. You know, at least you'll get those three extra years of checks or maybe five years extra checks, depending on when you decide to take it, because again, you can go as early as age 62. But there's so many other factors that have to be brought into play. I generally like to take it when a client retires to avoid the need for them to tap into their savings prematurely. Now, sometimes an investor might have a pension and the pension meets all their needs. And in that case, sure, delay it. Only when it's all said and done can you look back and say, what was the best timing decision? But one thing you can do, Kelly, and, and all of our listeners, we've got a, um, a great little report on our website that you can click on into your data, and it will give you your own Social Security timing report. So if you go to quizdan.com, you'll see a button on there. It'll say uh, Social Security timing report. Click on that, enter your information. It'll give you all the the details. It'll give you an understanding as to you know what it's going to be if you take it at 62 versus 65 versus 67, tax implications, et cetera. So take full advantage of that. Just another free resource we'd like to provide our listeners. Again, what you can do is go to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. Excellent resources on the website, quizdan.com. Let's hop over to Cincinnati and get a question from Newton, who says, I never worried about money when I was working, but now that I'm retired, I find myself very anxious and worried about our finances, even though we seem to have plenty of money saved. Is this anxiety common? And if so, how do you combat it? Well, Newton, it is common, and you don't feel bad at all. I mean, that's, that's life. I mean, think about it. Our parents' generation, or certainly our grandparents' generation, they didn't have to worry about this kind of stuff that we have to worry about now. They could work for one or two companies their whole life, receive a pension, never have to worry about investing in retirement, never have to worry that they're going to run out of money. Between pension, Social Security, probably 80% of their income when they were working is met, and they didn't live as long during retirement. Now we have these things called 401k plans, 403bs, IRAs, all the burden is on us. So yes, what you're going through, we see it all the time. In fact, it's almost a requirement that a potential client have this type of anxiety for us to work with them because what we're trying to do is help you overcome it. If somebody thinks they've got it all figured out, they don't need our help. But if somebody's losing sleep at night, and I find that it doesn't matter how much money you have. I've seen super wealthy people losing sleep at night, concerned they're going to go broke in their lifetime. And that's really what a good strategy is designed to do, is to help you overcome this. To first understand, what is your true purpose for money? What are the things that you want to accomplish in your life between now and the day you die? So you can go back and say, I lived a life without regret as it relates to financial matters. And then do you have a strategy that allows you to put those steps in place? So what you're going through is very common. See it all the time. But that's exactly what good planning is designed to do. So, Newton, if that's the type of thing you're concerned about, give us a call. Be more than happy to sit down with you, show you what our wealth coaching program does to help people alleviate that type of concern. That number for you, Newton, or if you're in a similar situation to Newton listening to today's show and wondering how you can eliminate some of the worry from your financial life, 
844-QUIZ-DAN is the number to call, and it's just a conversation to start. 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. I think that's something important to underscore here, Dan. We're not asking you to come in and uh, you know just, just bear your, your financial or, or, or your soul. It's just a conversation about where you stand and kind of what's on your mind. Yeah, in fact, the, the first question that Nikki and I always ask anybody who comes into our office, the very first one, and in fact, I should have a contest. If we don't ask you this first question, we'll give you $100. And that first <laughs> question is always, what would make this a great meeting for you today? You know, what is it that you want to accomplish? And then we kind of take it from there. You set the agenda. You set the direction. It's not about selling you products. You know, it's about getting an understanding about, you know, like, like Newton, what's keeping you up at night? And let's see if there's a way we can fix it. Great way to look at it. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Again, your number. 844-QUIZ-DAN. All right, one more question. This one's from Chris in Morrow. Chris says, I've heard that you can use life insurance to create tax-free income for yourself, but I don't understand how that can be possible. How does it work? Oh, gosh. A great question, Chris. Well, the way life insurance works is we have to first understand there's two types, primarily. There's term insurance and there's permanent insurance. Term insurance is you pay them a premium for a number of years. If you die during that period of time, they pay a benefit. The term eventually expires. Maybe 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever case might be, premium stays the same. Permanent insurance is designed to actually pay a claim. It's insurance for the rest of your life. So the insurance company goes in with the mindset that a claim will be paid. So therefore, it will be a little bit more expensive because It doesn't matter if you die at 65, 75, 105, they're going to pay that claim. Now, the feature then, because it's more expensive, is the premiums that you pay into the policy are going to create cash value, which means later in life, if you decide you don't want the policy anymore, you can turn it in, and you may be able to get back more in cash value than the premiums you paid. Now, another way you could do that, though, is you could tap that cash value by taking loans against the policy. And loans, by definition, are not taxed. If I gave the insurance company, say, $100,000 over a number of years, and the cash value in the account grew to $150,000, if I cashed in the policy, I'd have to pay tax on the $50,000. But if I took a policy loan against the $150,000, I wouldn't have to pay anything. And I don't really even have to pay back the loan. When I die, whatever my death benefit is, say it's $500,000. If I borrowed $50,000 from the policy, they'll simply pay my estate Four hundred and fifty thousand. So it does give you a lot of options there. Now you need to understand, though, cash accumulation within life insurance tends not to grow at great amounts. It's a usually it's a single digit interest rate, but because of the tax benefits, it can be beneficial. Now the great news is we've got a lot of information on this concept because it is a little bit complicated, and a lot of people ask questions. And so one of the things that we have for all of our listeners is what we call our retirement rescue toolkit. And among the things in the, in the toolkit are the steps that you can take during retirement to have a tax-free retirement. And life insurance can be a big component of that. It doesn't have to be, may not be appropriate for you, but for a lot of people, it is. So I'm really encouraging all of our listeners, get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's literally a box full of great information. Uh, there's a CD in there. There's a book in there. There's a couple of free reports. And the way you get it is just text the word retire to 555-888. Again, the word retire to 555-888 to get your retirement rescue toolkit. We'll get it off to you first thing on Monday. It'll give you a lot of great information. And later on in next year, when we do our tax-free retirement seminars, we only invite the people who have received the retirement rescue toolkit. So you're going to get our list for that. 
We're also going to put you on our newsletter list, our monthly print newsletter. We still do print newsletters here. Uh, a lot of great financial topics. So listeners, get a copy of this. It's a great kit. We usually send out 10, 15 every single week, largely because you guys are interested in these topics. Tax-free retirement is a big, big topic. Tax rates are going to go up in the future, in my opinion. And when they do, the amount of money you have in your, your 401k and your IRA is going to go down. But simply because you're going to lose it to the IRS. There are strategies you can employ. And uh, Kristen Morrill, she makes a good point. Maybe life insurance could be a way to do it. So again, text the word retire to 555-888. That's to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. If you have a smartphone, text the word retire to 555-888. Click on the link and fill out the information. It takes about 30 seconds to do all of that. And the Retirement Rescue Toolkit will be on its way to you. Text the word retire to 555-888. Now, if you prefer to call or you don't have a smartphone, but you still want to get your hands on the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, we encourage you to just pick up the phone and dial 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. So if you have one of those flip phones or it's a landline you're trying to call on, uh, instead of texting, you can just call 844-QUIZ-DAN to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Stay tuned. Much more coming up on the show today. We'll give Dan a little bit of a rest. Nikki Early joins us coming up next, and then Dan will be back a little bit later to talk about some of these rules of thumb in the financial world and whether or not you should actually follow them. All straight ahead right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you need some wealth coaching, some time to discuss how you can better prepare for retirement, then call Dan and the team at Matson and Capril at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If your retirement plan looks like a complicated jigsaw puzzle, keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. We'll make sure you see a clearer picture. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt back with you alongside now Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach here in Cincinnati and Dayton, important member of the Matson and Capril team that we talk with each and every week here on the show. A reminder, you can get in touch by calling 844 844- Quiz Dan, or by going online to quizdan.com. Nikki, thank you for joining us this week. I hope you're doing great. I am. Thank you, Walter. Looking forward to what we've got to talk about today, Nikki, because we're going to be focusing on a very important time frame. That last 10 years, or maybe even for some folks, even less than that, but that last decade before you retire, extremely important decisions get made. And so what I want to do, Nikki, is lay out some of the priorities that you should focus on during that last decade of earning a paycheck. And this may seem a little bit obvious to start with, but it's got some really important financial principles behind it as well. And that is to get healthy and stay healthy. Why does that have such a huge impact? It is very important. I think a lot of people develop chronic health-related conditions in their 50s. And those conditions, they can keep you from enjoying life, and they can also cost you a lot of money in retirement. I really feel like you should make fitness and even a healthy diet a part of your routine while you're still working so that you enter retirement with good health and good habits. This has become particularly important to me because I watch many of the older people in my life struggle 
just to even get around. Mm. They become out of breath just walking like short distances. They have bad backs, bad knees that if they wanted to really admit it, they'd probably say we're partly because of excess weight. Now, I work out in a gym that just does private training. And I need to tell you that half of the people that work out there are in their 50s or older, a lot of 60 and 70 year olds even. And I'm telling you, Walter, their workouts, they're strenuous. They, they they're work out it. hard. They do. So if you're in good shape, get in great shape. If you aren't, then certainly start now. I don't know about you, Walter, but I certainly do not want to spend my retirement in pain or losing my breath walking short distances. I want to be strong enough to do anything that I desire to do. Well, it's a great point because so many people, I mean, why do we work so hard all of these years and save up all of that money and look forward to retirement so much? It's so that we can go out and enjoy the fruits of our labor. And unfortunately, if we get you know, too sick and tired by the time we have the ability to go and utilize the funds and money that we've saved to travel or play with the grandkids or do the things we want to do. And that's really unfortunate when people fall into that kind of situation. So take every step you can to try and prevent those kinds of things. And, you know, I think we can we can point here. Dan has talked about this on the show before, so I feel comfortable in, in saying this. But, you know, he had, uh, what was it, a diabetes scare? Absolutely. He and, did. And cha- completely changed his lifestyle because he realized what kind of impact that would have on him down the line. And he, I mean, just a few modifications. I mean, I think he lost 25 or 30 pounds and he started working out on a regular basis and he changed those numbers dramatically. So I know sometimes it seems like, you know, you're just so far gone that you can't get to where you want to be. But if you just set little goals for yourself, just like with your savings, I mean, you can get there. Get healthy and stay healthy. Great tips. Absolutely. Uh, Here's another one, Nikki. Determine what you want to do with all your free time. So speaking of having all that free time available to you in retirement, too many people go into retirement without a plan for how they're going to spend that time, don't they? They do. They don't think about it until they're sitting at home that first day after they don't have to report to work now on what? Monday. Yeah, what am I going to do today? <laughs> no, I don't know. You might have big travel plans, like traveling to Europe, maybe Australia, maybe taking an African safari. Or you might have some hobbies that you want to spend more time on, like tennis. And my mother-in-law does this, uh, it's called pickleball. Have you ever heard of that, Walter? It's like a new phenomenon. It is. Sweeping the nation, it seems. <laughs> but if that's what you like, then, you know, Determine that's what you want to do. What, in what is it, by the way? Is it like racquetball or but modified? Uh, you or? play it on a tennis court with a heavier ball, so I'm not exactly sure. Oh, but I, it's I like really a want to watch tennis. A slower <laughs> yes, tennis, something maybe. like that. <laughs> if listeners call in and tell us if you know, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, or you might want to spend a lot of time volunteering at your church. And oh, Lord, help me for saying this. After the last couple weeks, maybe you want to volunteer for your favorite <laughs> political party. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But this is really a time before you retire to soul search. Reflect about how you want to spend this free time that, like you said, you frankly have earned. And these are important questions because your activities are going to dictate how much money you're going to be spending in retirement, what you're going to need in retirement. My uncle is going through this as we speak. He's been forced into an early retirement, and he has never really had a plan for what he's going to do after his working life. It has been his identity. And both of his kids are now uh, grown, and, ju- and the last one just got married. So, you know, he doesn't have them to take care of anymore. And, and so he's going to have to try and figure out now that he's being forced into retirement in the next month or two, what am I going to do? And so his wife, my aunt, has 
been planning it for him. <laughs> so she went out and bought a new mower so that he can mow the grass. I guess okay. they've had it mowed by, uh, you know, by, by a landscape company, but they're going to cancel that. And now he's going to be responsible for mowing. And she's gone and bought all this like lawn equipment and like, you're going to take up, you know, landscaping and lawn work <laughs> as your hobby. So there you go. So, Well, he might w- have wanted to think that out. Yeah. That might not if be you what don't, he wants to do. You don't want your wife making those decisions for you. Be careful. But that's a really great point. Determine what you're going to do with all your free time so that you can stay fit physically, but also mentally active during that period. Here's something else, Nikki, as we go through these tips for things to think about in your last decade of earning that paycheck. Start thinking about a post-retirement career. This is becoming more and more common, isn't it? Well, and you just mentioned your uncle. You know, he didn't really foresee being forced in retirement. And more and more people these days are finding that going cold turkey into retirement, maybe it's just not for them. Or on the other side, unfortunately, they can't afford to completely retire. I can also think of a lot of people we work with that have retired, but they're not old enough for Medicare to kick in, and they need extra income to help offset medical insurance. So if you think this might be a potential situation for you, then start thinking of some lower stress part-time work that you might want to do once you do retire from your current career. If you love gardening, maybe it's working for a local garden center. If you love golfing, then maybe it's working at a course near your home. Who knows? Just don't think once you officially retire that there might not be something else out there that you can do that would be rewarding, but also provide some additional income to you. By the way, I've been watching pickleball videos while we've been uh, talking the last <laughs> few minutes. It is like miniature tennis with a heavier, slower ball. Okay. And most of the rallies almost seem to turn into more of a uh, badminton at the net, kind of quick back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, hammering at each other. So. Okay, now you're going to make me want to YouTube this. It actually so looks I... <laughs> pretty fun to play. I could see that being exciting. It's, it's some sort of like championship match I, I've had on here watching. There's a crowd of maybe 50 people watching it. but Oh, boy. Yeah, but it, but it looks neat. Uh, we should play sometime. We'll report back to the audience about it. Going over some, not to get sidetracked here, but going over some great tips for you in your last decade. See if you didn't know about pickleball. Now you know about it. Another great tip, Nikki, is to take advantage of opportunities to save more because the great news is they become more abundant in your last 10 or so working years. Yeah, there are these catch-up provisions that allow you to put more into retirement accounts. So if you're over 50, you can contribute an extra $6,000 into your company's 401k or 403b account or whatever type of retirement account they have. That's a total of $24,000 in any given year. Likewise, you can contribute an extra $1,000 to your IRA accounts, so that's another $6,500 every year. Many of our clients really up their savings later in life. Like them, you are probably making the most money you've made in your lifetime. In addition, your expenses are probably a little bit lower. Maybe your kids are gone, college is paid for, your house is paid for. So take advantage of the extra cash flow that you have. So in addition to taking advantage of those catch-up opportunities that you might have, from the other side of that coin, you also want to make sure you retire debt-free. I know that's not an absolute, but certainly a goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess there we go. Absolutely. (laughs) It's a goal. It's a goal. It's one thing to have a mortgage in retirement, but a lot of other debt, it can really be hard for the income planning process. It makes it a lot harder. If you're carrying debt in your 50s, develop a plan. Develop a budget to pay it off. I promise it'll be so worth it when you retire. And last but not least, Nikki, one more thing to throw out here in terms of 
tips for what to do in your last decade of your working life before you retire, reduce the risk in your portfolio. That might seem obvious, but so many people fail to do this. Yeah, you know, if you're 58 and you're still investing like you're 38, that might be a problem. And here's why, Walter. As we get closer to retirement, we need to realize and understand that if we plan to use our life savings to supplement the Social Security pensions or other fixed income that we have coming in, that we're literally going to be selling shares in order to do so. Not a problem in an up market. But if we are in the middle of a down market and we have to sell more shares to derive the same income... Unfortunately, when that market returns, those shares are gone. We sold them. We don't get them back. Now, every portfolio has an expected rate of return and likely range of returns. You should know both of those figures and how they are likely to affect the success of your overall retirement. So, Nikki, if people want to come in and meet with you to talk about some of these things that maybe they haven't considered, and I know we've just scratched the surface on a lot of the things that you need to start thinking about as you approach your retirement years when it comes to a retirement planning and financial planning standpoint, what's the difference when people want to work with Matson and Capril? Why come and meet with you and what are they going to tangibly walk away with? Well, what, you know, just on this subject, what I would say is don't think that you have to wait six months until retirement to come in and develop an income strategy or a financial plan. Mm. The earlier you come in, the better. And what we'll do is really just sit down with you and get to know you, understand your goals, understand your current situation, help you see where you're headed, and then help you maybe manipulate that in order to get where you want to be. And we are very holistic, hands-on. We talk about taxes. We talk about estate planning, income planning, how you're currently invested. So we really are a holistic planning firm and we'd love to help you. You can certainly text us, just text the word retired to 555-888. That's the easiest way. You can always call our office. And what's that number again, Walter? Yeah, 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number. You say that so well. (laughs) 844-QUIZ-DAN. I can can get really into it if you'd like. (laughs) No, those are good ways to get in touch. 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. And again, if you have a smartphone, you can text the word retire to 555-888. Not only does that put you in touch with the team, but also gives you the opportunity to receive the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which has all sorts of great resources, a CD, a DVD, different papers you can read, a copy of uh, Dan Capril's book, and I think he even puts like a stress ball or some little toy or nugget in there for you too. Yeah, That's the uh, (laughs) Retirement Rescue Toolkit. If you want to get your hands on one of those toolkits, it is free. All you have to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888 if you're interested in learning more about some of these concepts that we talk about on the radio and learning more about the team at Matson and Capril. We'll send you a link as soon as you send that text to us and uh, just click on that, fill out your information, and we'll send you the toolkit. And as always, you can also call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Well, Nikki, thanks for your help on this week's show, and uh, we'll look forward to doing it again next week. Thank you. That, of course, is Nikki Early at Matson and Capril, serving you here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities as well. Reach out to the team by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks so much for listening. There's much more coming up on today's show. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. If planning for retirement is puzzling to you, keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. We'll clear up some of the confusion. 
This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, the show that helps make understanding the financial world hopefully a little bit easier to understand. We try to put together all those different moving pieces so that they make sense for you. We turn to Dan Capril each and every week and the team at Matson and Capril here in Cincinnati, Dayton, with offices in both locations, plus northern Kentucky as well. You can find out all about the team online by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. Dot com or by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. I want to talk about some of the rules of thumb we hear often in the financial world, but Dan, I'm curious how much, if at all, we can actually rely on these things when it comes to financial planning. So I'll give you the rule of thumb. You walk us through what we need to know about these. Sounds good. The rule of 100, certainly. We've mm-hmm. all heard of that one before. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me tell you, generally, rules of thumb don't work. I mean, they're, 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 they're tools to write magazine articles and do these little, little news clips on um, you know, Fox Business and CNBC. But rule of 100, okay, the, the idea behind the rule of 100 was the, is try to answer the question, how much money should I have in stocks versus fixed income? And so the rule of 100 said, all right, well, take 100, subtract out that your age. So if someone's 40, then you should have 60% in stocks and 40% fixed income. That's idiot. I mean, that's idiocy. There's, there's no logic to that at all. You know, if, if someone is 70, they're supposed to have 30% in stocks and 70% fixed income. There's no logic to any of this. This is just trying to make it sound cute. Look, the amount of money that you should have in stocks versus, say, fixed income is based on a number of factors all customized to you. So, for example, if somebody wanted to retire on, say, $6,000 a month, and they were receiving a pension and social security benefits of $5,500 a month, and they had, say, a million dollars in their portfolio. Well, you can see they wouldn't need to pull a whole lot of money out of that portfolio to meet the gap. And yes, there'll be taxes and inflation, but that's not going to require they take a lot of risk with their money. Now, they may decide that they want to take a little bit more because they'd like to grow their net worth and leave it out to their heirs. All right, well, that depends on what their certain circumstances are. On the other hand, you could have a situation where somebody does want to have a greater retirement income and they need to understand that if they get too conservative, well, the rate of returns they're likely to receive are not going to produce that based on what the rule of 100 tells them. So please don't get caught up on this one. Um, Now they're coming out with, well, people are living longer, so maybe it should be the rule of 120. There shouldn't be any rule at all. Here's the rule. The rule is let's figure it out for you specifically. Let's look at your personal situation. Let's look at the amount of money that you need for retirement. And then let's look at all the sources of retirement income that you're getting. For most of us, it's just Social Security. Okay, fine. Then let's look at our savings. And the next question is, what rate of return do you need to get on that money to make sure you don't go broke before you reach age, I don't know, 90? Would you be comfortable with that one? We have to factor in taxes and inflation. Based on that, how do we get that return with the least amount of volatility? And then we'll then be able to determine how much should be in stocks versus bonds. The answer might be you need 57% in stocks and 43% in fixed income. We just don't know. So rules of thumb, no, I'm going to criticize all the ones you can throw at me, Walter, I bet. So this one is my all time. This is the one I dislike the most. Yeah, it's got some flaws and a lot of exceptions, that's for sure. And then when they come back with the rule of 120, I'm like, this is idiocy. You know, (laughs) you know, I hate to be critical of, you know, my fellow advisors, but when advisors are using stuff like this, they're just being lazy. 
You know, they're trying not to do a thorough job for their clients. It would almost be like a doctor saying to you, everybody over age 60 should take Lipitor. It's absurd. Absolutely absurd. Now, do most people over age 60 take it? Probably. But does that mean everyone over age 60 should? No. No good doctor would tell you that. And that's kind of what these rules of thumb often do. Yeah, it's good to kind of see that and see how it works. And I know that, you know, it's good to have the mission of simplifying things in the financial world, but there is such a thing as oversimplification sometimes, and the rule of 100 might be a good example of that. Yeah. What about the rule of five, Dan? That's another one. Well, people try to say that on average, we're going to have a bear market. Markets are going to go down 20% or more every five years. And I guess if you look at all the history of all the bear markets and you divide that up, that works. But please don't get caught into this belief that just because the market's been up four years in a row, it has to go down the next year. Markets react to news. News is unpredictable. Usually there is one bad piece of economic news over a five-year period of time that will determine that. But there's nothing that says that has to be the case. Stocks are never undervalued or overvalued. I know people want to say that. But the reality is that stocks are based on news. And when the news is unpredictable, stocks are going to react. There is no such thing as momentum when it comes to economics. Good economic times and bad economic times can literally end at the drop of a dime. One bad news event can shut things down. So what we need to understand is that, yes, there are going to be pullbacks. The market is not, it does not operate in a linear fashion. What we don't want to do is get into this position of trying to predict when these moments occur. And I've seen it time and time again. You see it now. Oh, the market's going up. It's got to go down for a crash. The people who tell you that are selling you products. Don't get bought into that. You should be prepared for the market to go up or down every single day. Because market timing is for losers. We don't do market timing. Don't. You know, there's so many threats to your retirement. So many things that you need to actually rescue your retirement from. And that's why for our listeners, we created the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It is a box full of great information that talks about all the threats that your retirement faces and how you can rescue yourself from everything from taxation to selective stock picking market timing myths to the threat of long-term care, inflation, social security insecurity, you name it, it's covered in that kit. So as these things come up, this is why information like this is so, so important. This is why we've dedicated this show to educating our listeners on concepts that, quite frankly, you don't hear about a lot in the mainstream press. We're not about fear. We're not about pushing you on a product. We're about giving you the right information. Almost all of it is academically based. And and the only reason I say almost is because I don't want someone to come up with something that wasn't academically based. But I think it's all academically based, but almost all academically based. To make sure that you're making the right decision, that you're rescuing your retirement from the threats that are facing. So, you know, if you're out there, get a copy of this Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's a great kit. It's free to our listeners. We send a ton of them out every single week. Very simple to get. If you're in your car, pull over. And I want you to text the word retire to 555-888. Now, when you do that, a web page, you're going to get a link back from me, and then you're going to click on it, and a little page is going to pop up. And you have to enter your information in the link. And when you do that, then we're going to ship out the toolkit. If you don't give us the information, well, we, don't, we can't do it. You know, we can't send it to you because this is physical stuff that we're going to send you. Uh, we're also going to invite you later on in the year to a series of workshops that you can attend to learn more about the steps that you can take to protect yourself against the taxation on your 401k, IRA, and 403b benefits. So Retirement Rescue Toolkit, very valuable tool, and get it today. 
Text the word retire to 555-888. Again, text retire to 555-888. And if you don't have a smartphone, you can also call 844-QUIZ-DAN and just say, hey, I'd like to request that retirement rescue toolkit. And the team will get your information and be able to get that out to you as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number, 844-784-9326. But if you do have a smartphone, the easiest way to do it is to text us. Just put the word retire into the message field, and the number that you text is 555-888. So text retire to 555-888. Click on the link, fill out the info, takes about 30 seconds, and the toolkit is on its way to you. Or you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. I want to throw one more rule of thumb at you, Dan, because I think this one's Mm -hmm. really important, and I want to just make sure that we cover it before we get to Tales from the Tax Side coming up. And that's the 4% rule. And this is one that a lot of people really relied on and believed in for many years. The idea behind the 4% rule was, let's say you retired with $500,000. The idea here is that you could take 4% of that, 20 grand, increase it every year for inflation, and you'd never run out of money. Now, again, that was just some concept. Actually, it was based on an article that a financial advisor had written, and it was catchy, so people took it. Again, there's no truth to that at all. You know, when people do this, they often use linear assumptions about the rate of returns that they're going to get. And the thing you need to understand is that you're never going to get a flat rate of return on your money unless you're willing to accept a zero rate of return on your money. Everything else is going to fluctuate. And if you have a negative year, you have to sell more shares in a negative year to produce the same amount of money than you would in a positive return year. Those extra shares that you sell, they're gone. You're never going to get them back. So the consistency of return becomes far more important than the average return when you are retired. The rate of withdrawal that you can take from your portfolio is based on so many factors. Your age, your health slash life expectancy, the other sources of income that you have in your portfolio. It just varies. And it's a little dangerous to get caught up into this. I've seen examples where people, usually because they've retired early, took 4% and it was too much. I've seen examples of people who could have taken more but they chose not to because they were kind of held to some silly little rule. So again, there is no cookie cutter approach that fits for just anybody. I will say that in my opinion, when I see people buying into this three or 4%, a very low percentage rate, it's usually because the assumption is that they're going to have an incredibly conservatively invested portfolio. And that's a myth that tends to get perpetuated by annuity salespeople is they want you to buy into this idea that you need a a very conservative portfolio during your retirement. And that's really not the case. There can be a balance. And in fact, if you do bring equities into your portfolio, the, the likelihood that you can pull out a higher amount does go up. Is it guaranteed? No. But, you know, in the history of mankind, we've had a lot of bad news and the life we lead today dwarfs that of others. So got to be a little bit careful about buying into the whole fear motive when we look at what our options are. But there is a right percentage for you. But you know what? It varies every single year. It's based on what did inflation actually do, not what we think it's going to do. It's going to be based on what was your actual rate of return and really what are your spending needs. And that needs to be updated every single year. So when we sit with our clients, we may tell them in year one how much money we're comfortable with them pulling out of their portfolio. That number will change year to year. Now, rarely do they come to us every year looking for adjustments. But it is nice to know on a given time that they can take more. 
Here's the point, folks. You cannot put your retirement income strategy in a drawer. Once it's drawn up, it's stale 12 months later. It needs to be redone. And that's the type of thing that we're doing with our wealth coaching programs. We're showing people how to update that retirement analysis every single year. So they're taking in all the factors that are out there. So love to sit down, let's show our listeners what we do with our um, wealth coaching program. But I still think the best way to learn a little bit more about what we do and also get an understanding about what you're up against. Let's start first. Get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Great information. There's a book Nikki and I wrote. You can get an understanding about what planning can really do for you. What are the threats that you're up against? And if after getting that information, you then think maybe sitting down with us makes sense, by all means, we'd love to do that. So again, text the word retire to 555-888. Go to quizdan.com. Click on the box that says Quiz Dan. Ask for a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that way. Give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Any of those options will work. I like our clients to get that information first before they give us a call to meet. That's a great point. And again, you can get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Three ways to do it. If you have a smartphone, text RETIRE to 555-888. Click on the link and fill out the information. Takes but just a few seconds. Text RETIRE to 555-888. The toolkit has information like Dan's book. He and Nikki wrote. Of course, you can also see an audio CD, or I should say hear an audio CD, see a DVD, and uh, read lots of great reports and other information. And as I said earlier in the show, there's usually a little nugget that Dan throws in there as well, like a stress ball or some toy or something like that. It's kind of like going to McDonald's, you know. Uh, That's the fun part of the box, I guess. Uh, You can also go to quizdan.com and click on the button that says Quiz Dan. And as Dan also mentioned, you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326, 844-784-9326, especially if you have a landline phone or a flip phone, call from that number, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Coming up next, our favorite part of the show, Tales from the Tax Side. We might do things a little differently this week, though. Stay tuned. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. We know you did it. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from... Tales... From the tax side with Dan Cabril. Well, this is the part of the show that we call Tales from the Tax Side, and usually it involves a story from the celebrity world or, uh, you know, athletes or or musicians and where they've really gone wrong, usually, in their tax strategy or their tax planning. Sometimes it's a positive story of things that people have done right, but often we're learning from others' mistakes. But this week we're going to change it up just a little bit since Thanksgiving is now uh, you know, upon us and the end of the year is approaching. We thought it'd be a good idea to talk about some of the year-end tax strategies that you need to be thinking about. So, Dan, kind of walk us through the, the things that should be on our mind. Well, you know, the first thing I want to point out is if you understand what you can do when it comes to taxes, it will change your behaviors tremendously. For example, every time I see a garage sale going on in my neighborhood, I cringe. Now, there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, I don't like garage sales. I never would want to do a garage sale. You get kind of interesting people sometimes showing up and no offense to those of you who love them. That's great. But if you're thinking about having one, Let me tell you something. 
you can make a lot more money by giving those items away than you can by selling them. I know you doubt me. Well, let me give an example. There's a wonderful software package that you can get. It's called It's Deductible. Now, I didn't create it. I've just been using it for years. In fact, I've been using it before it was even a software package. It used to be a manual that a couple of CPAs out of Omaha created, and ultimately they sold it to the people at Quicken, and they turned it into a software program that's now part of TurboTax. But I believe you go to itsdeductible.com. But anyway, what's very cool about this. So, Walter, you know, you're, you're a sharp-dressing guy. Yeah. You probably got shirts in your closet that you paid 100 bucks for, I bet. Maybe even more. And, you know, over, over time, you probably have gotten them a little pitted out, huh? You know, and you're thinking, you know, maybe you've put on some pounds. Yeah, this doesn't fit anymore. Now, I've seen people sell all kinds of weird stuff at the garage sales. Heck, Bill Clinton tried to sell his underwear once at the garage sale and ended up giving away to charity. Well, it's interesting is that if you go into this booklet, it's deductible, or go through this software, you first identify what you're looking to give away to charity. And then you identify the condition that it's in. Is it fair? Is it good? Is it excellent? That then determines the value of the item. And you will be amazed if you do this, that by giving your items away to charity, and don't give charity bad stuff, give them the good stuff. But in any event, you'll be amazed how much money you can take off as a write-off. And I've done this math with clients. And I've shown them that the amount of the write-off Granted, you know, a deduction doesn't work like a tax credit. So, for example, if I'm in, say, the 30% tax bracket, state and federal, and I can write off something worth $100, well, I'm going to save myself $30 in tax. And then I'll ask them, okay, that item, what were you looking to sell it for at the uh, garage sale? 20 bucks. Well, 20 bucks, you can save $30 in tax. Now, to a lot of people, they're like, well, you know, I want the money now. Well, we have to think bigger than that. But understand, there are steps that we can take that'll allow us to have bigger savings down the road. So it's deductible. It's a great program. If you're, if you're ever one to give things away, you want to do it in a very organized and itemized fashion, this will help you to determine exactly what those items are worth because the organizations that you're going to be giving them to, they're not going to tell you that. They're just going to give you a blank receipt, and it's going to be up to you. So getting towards the end of the year, you want to cut your taxes go ahead and start looking at stuff in your garage that you don't need. Give it away now. A program like It's Deductible can help you out a lot. Okay, another idea that you can get is in the area of charitable giving. Now, I'm very proud to let all of our listeners know that Beth and I did something really cool this year. And I normally, I'm a big believer in Matthew 6, which basically says, you know, you don't brag about what you're giving. But the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I feel very strongly about veterans. And if you can give to a veteran, everything that you give to a veterans organization is deductible. So you're going to lower your taxes in addition to helping them. But very excited. This year, Beth and I donated enough money to buy one of these really super hyped up wheelchairs for a veteran. I mean, this thing can go anywhere, anywhere you want. You want to climb mountain in this bad boy? You can do it. Anything you give away to charity, if it's a 501c3 charity, you're going to be able to deduct it. You may be able to deduct it fully in the first year. You may have to spread it out over a number of years. Now, I tell people, you don't give money to charity just to get a tax deduction. You're actually going to make more money if you don't give it away. But it's great, though, in helping good causes. And, you know, anything that you can do for our veterans, anything you can do for the homeless, you know, those are my two favorite ones that I, I, I like to do. But these wheelchairs, I mean, it's almost like giving them a car when you look at the cost. But I'm very excited. There's a selfish part of me that really would love to actually meet the person 
who's getting the wheelchair simply so I can see how cool it is. But I don't, I'm not going to go that far. So We donated Connie's car last year to a local organization, and it was neat because although they didn't place the car was in, I guess, not the greatest of shape, which is right. one reason why we donated it, but they couldn't fix it up and put it in good enough condition that they felt comfortable giving it to someone in the community. So what they do with right. cars like that is they sell it, and then sure. the money they use, they buy another car that they then are able to place someone in. And it was cool because they sent us a picture picture of the person who received essentially the car that we donated oh, that's it was neat. it was them with the car that they got from the money from the donation but it, that's that's pretty cool well i think it creates just a, a, a real level of attachment to it um you know i've never been big into what i call checkbook charity i've always wanted to get my hands a little a little dirty along the way i mean money's a big part of it but it's, it's also nice if you can actually see you know where your work does okay oh. some other ideas that you can do to cut your taxes stock if you have stock in your portfolio and let's say you bought it for, say, $5 a share, and it's now grown to $20 a share. If you donate that stock to charity, you get the full write-off at $20 a share, even though you only paid 5 So that's a, that's a cool way to multiply the impact of your tax benefits, even though, obviously, if you sold it, you'd have to pay capital gain taxes on it. So that's another option. Another way to cut your taxes. Now, this is more a little bit long-term, but we talk about this a lot in our show. One of my biggest concerns that I see going forward, I know we've just had an election, and the Trump administration says they want to cut taxes. And you know what? And I hope they can. But we have some real spending needs, and our population is getting older. And so my biggest concern is that the tax rates we're going to face in the future are going to be higher. They're going to have to be to support the entitlement programs that we have in place. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, whatever the Affordable Care Act becomes, these things are going to cost money. And my biggest concern is if tax rates go up, the amount of money that you have sitting in your 401ks and your IRAs, well, you're going to have a bigger tax lien assessed against those. So you need to develop strategies now to position that money from tax later, tax deferred, tax later, to taxed never. And it's a strategy that has to be put in place. It's complex. The devil is literally in the details. Now, what we've tried to do is help our listeners with this by providing them a lot of information and workshops that they can learn about the steps that they can take. So my biggest tax tip for you today is really not to cut your taxes now, but to cut them when you're retired or to cut them 10, 15 years from now. And even if you are retired, there are steps you probably could do today to minimize the taxes that you're going to face if rates go up in the future. And look, I'd like to be an optimist and think, no, we don't need to have higher tax rates. I just don't see the politicians willing to have that conviction to stick to that. We have too much debt to service, and we've made serious commitments in the area of Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. That's going to cost money, and they're going to get it one way or the other. And there's a huge source of revenue that hasn't been tapped called 401k, 403b, IRA money. Now, they can tap that a number of ways. They don't even have to raise the tax rates. They could say, instead of waiting until 70 and a half before you have to pull the money out, you got to start pulling it out at 65. Or they could say, instead of you having to take roughly 4% at 70 and a half, you now have to take out 6% at 70 and a half. There's a lot of things they can do. They can raise the taxes on your Social Security benefits, which in essence diminishes your Social Security benefits. Well, the good news, though, is there are strategies that can be employed. So this is why all of our listeners, I want you to get a copy of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit it is literally a box of great information in various media forms 
to share with you some of the threats that you're facing and what are the steps that you can do to fix these problems, to minimize these threats. So get a copy of it. It's very simple. One way you can do it, if you like to text, text the word retire to 555-888. Again, the word retire, one word, 555-888. That's one way. Go to quizdan.com, quizdan.com. Click on the button that says Quiz Dan, enter. Just say, send me the retirement rescue toolkit, Dan. That's all you got to do. Send my office, we'll get back to you that Monday, get your information, ship it out to you. You can give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. If you call right now, you'll get a recording and it will ask you to leave your information. We'll get back to you on Monday morning. We'll get you the information out to you. Good, good stuff, folks. Get it now because I'm telling you, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. But one thing is certain, baby boomers are getting older, cost of entitlement spending is going to go up, and you're going to need to take steps to protect your savings. And it's not a matter of not paying the tax, it's a matter of when do you pay the tax. And I think that in many cases, you need to have a balanced approach. And we're just not seeing a balanced approach with people when it comes to taxes. You're too vulnerable. There's a lot of things we need to rescue you from when it comes to your retirement. Uncle Sam is the biggest and the most powerful. And we need to be proactive so that you are not making mistakes They're going to keep you completely off guard. With the swipe of a pen, your retirement savings can be slashed dramatically just by simply raising taxes. We need to protect you from that. Get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Again, text the word retire to 555-888. Again, these are the ways that you can get in touch with Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word retire to 555-888. Or call 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Those are the two ways to get in touch. I suppose you can also go to quizdan.com if you happen to be in front of your computer right now. And you can request it that way as well. Well, we're out of time for this week. But, Dan, thanks for all the information, the tax guidance, and answering some of our questions a little bit earlier on. And have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll look forward to doing this again next week. Yeah, everybody. um, Have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with your family. A lot to be thankful for. That's for sure this year. And uh, we live in the greatest country in the world, no matter post-election and how you feel about things. uh, This is still the United States, and uh, be thankful for that, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Number to call one more time to reach Dan Capril, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Or you can text the word RETIRE to 555-888 to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.